0: Our worship just continues now as we open up the Word of God, and um, if you joined us last week, you'll know that we are in a new sermon series called Summer Psalms, Moving in the Right Direction, and um, Mike opened up the series last week, uh, reminding us that the Psalms are God's hymn book, and in the series that we're doing, we're going to be looking at some of the Psalms from the Song of Ascents. So there are 15 songs of ascents um, which God's people sung as they made a pilgrimage towards Jerusalem. Now, if you're anything like me, and I know some of you in this room have said this to me before, I love the book of Psalms. Um, You know, I use the book of Psalms to rant and rave when I'm praying at home in private. I don't do that here. Um, But the Psalms, they're extremely personal and emotional, and they cover almost every area of human experience, and I believe that the Psalms are there because they aim to shape our thinking and our feeling at heart level. The entire book of Psalms could be summed up as being a condensed version, if you like, or condensed form of the fundamental truths of our Christian faith, and those truths we need more than ever as we continue daily walking with God on our spiritual journey. So before we open up the Bible to look at the psalm that we're looking at today, I just want us to pray together if that's okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the truth that it contains, and we appreciate that the psalms were written thousands of years ago, but they are as relevant today as they were when they were first written. So Holy Spirit, we look to you And we ask you now to help us understand, reflect, and apply everything that we read in the scriptures. Would you be the one who is our teacher? We pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you'd like a Bible, please just raise your hand and, um, yeah, some Bible. Thank you. Just bring the Bibles down if you need a Bible. Thank you. Anybody else need a Bible down the front here? Yeah. Thanks. Welcome team, wardens. Thank you. (laughs) So, we are going to be reading Psalm 121. And even though the psalms are the songs that were sung, we're going to read it. We're not going to sing it. Unless you want to, you know, but we're going to read it. So you'll find Psalm 121 on page 622 in the Church Bible. Um, So this psalm is presented as a dialogue. So when I was preparing this week, I thought it'd be really helpful for us to read it as if it is a dialogue, okay? So we're going to split our gathering here into right and left. So the right-hand side will start off, saying the first slide, and then the left-hand side, you know, it'll go something like that. Hopefully that makes some sort of sense, you know. I'll keep reading, so if you don't want to read out loud, it will still be read out loud, okay? So we are going to start with the people on my right-hand side, you're going to read the slide, and then the second slide will come up and the people on the left-hand side, and then go back to right and go back to left. And we'll all end with this is the word of the lord hopefully we'll all get there is that okay so it's psalm 121 a song of ascents so let's go people on the right i lift up my eyes to the mountains where does my help come from my help comes from the lord the maker of heaven and earth are we going to the people on the left he will not let your foot slip He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. We're back to the people on the right. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. And back to the left side. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life, the Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This is the word of the Lord, thanks be to God. That is a real favourite psalm of mine, Psalm 121, Um, and we've called this sermon, this talk today, we've called it The One Who Watches Over Us. So I want us to take this journey right where it starts. We've got this pilgrim mentioned in verse one, and this pilgrim is lifting their eyes up to the mountains. The starting point of the psalm is really significant, which I'll come back to later. Now, if you're anything like me, you may love mountains. I absolutely love mountains. And earlier today, I was talking to Tina and she said to me, Linda, you must go to North Wales. I love mountains. A couple of years ago, or three years ago actually, Trevor and I took a trip to the Peak District and we climbed to the top of a mountain called Mam Tor. And when we were up there, we could look around and it was just breathtaking and beautiful. And last year, for our 30th wedding anniversary, we went to the Norwegian fjords. And when we were there, obviously, we were on, we were on a boat. Um, it was a cruise ship. I'll just put that out there. But let's say it was a boat. We were on a boat. And you could see all of these sort of Norwegian mountains just soaring. And they were, like, majestic to behold. And it was just truly, truly beautiful. So I'm a real fan of mountains. Um, I prefer mountains to lakes. I'm, I'm the mountain person. But mountains are not only scenic... They can be perilous and places of great danger. And I think that that's exactly what the Psalmist is referring to in Psalm 121, with the opening line and that vivid description of, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Now mountains in biblical times refer to places sometimes of hidden danger. These were places where bandits would hide in the mountains, and as the pilgrims were coming along, they would attack them, rob them, that kind of thing. And some, um, some commentators that I've looked at and read about, they've said that mountains were the places of a lot of pagan idolatry and pagan worship. So let's now think about this pilgrim in this psalm. Maybe this person is fearful, or they're expecting something bad to happen or experiencing some kind of danger, they ask the question, where does my help come from? I think we can feel quite assured that this is somebody, a person, don't know if it's male, don't know if it's female, this is a person who's in danger, someone who needs help. What's happened to this pilgrim? We don't know. We don't know what the danger is. We don't know if they feel some kind of threat. We don't know if something has just gone really badly in this pilgrim's life. This person may be trapped in some kind of destructive behavior pattern. We don't know. The Bible doesn't answer that question. In actual fact, It's as if the Bible is leaving it deliberately blank. There's a gap for us in our knowledge. And I wonder if that gap is there to enable each and every one of us to fill that gap with whatever is going on in our lives. So I just want to pause for a minute I wonder what help you all need right now. I wonder what help I need. What struggles or difficulties might we be facing right now? What danger might we be in? What keeps us up at night? Is it our worries, our thoughts about a loved one, a relationship, a job, Or something else? Are we rolling around night after night, difficulties and difficult circumstances? Are we ruminating about stuff that is going on in our lives? And like the pilgrim, we have an opportunity to ask that question. Where can we get help? Now the psalmist answers that question in verse 2 of our reading and says this, My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So with that bold statement, the psalmist is saying that our help comes from the absolute, directive, sovereign Lord, who made creation and everything in it. Now when the Apostle Paul wrote to the believers in Colossae, he told them this. Christ is the Lord of creation. So it's Jesus is the Lord, the maker and the upholder of the entire earth. And it's Jesus that keeps it all going. Jesus, I'm sure many of you know in this room, did not come into existence when he was born of the Virgin Mary. Jesus was there at the beginning of creation. It's all been made through him and for him, heaven and earth. So I just want us to just stop for a minute and imagine. Jesus Christ is the CEO of the whole world. It's the CEO who is our helper. Now Psalm 121 is a reminder for Christians and non-Christians that this Jesus is a person. He is a person that we can run to. He is a person that we can go to. He is a person that we can have a personal relationship with. So I asked myself the question as I was preparing this, Linda, how confident are you in his help? And I don't know, you could take that question for yourself. How confident am I in his help? So let's hold that circumstance, whatever that thing is that you put in the blank of verse one, whatever it is, hold that, and now take this to the CEO of the world. The psalmist is really helpful because the psalmist then starts to talk about the character of this CEO. And six times in eight verses, we see the translation of the Hebrew word shamar. And shamar means to watch over, to guard, to keep, and to attend to carefully. So in verses three and four, we see the Lord not only watching over an individual so they don't fall and stumble, this is what the psalmist says He will not let your foot slip, he who watches over you will not slumber. But we also see in those verses a lord who watches over an entire community because verse 4 says this indeed he who watches over israel will neither slumber nor sleep israel the children of promise which every single believer is part of that promise because we have been redeemed through the blood of our saviour Jesus Christ so we're children of that same promise the verses show us that the Lord's care for each and every one of us is comprehensive and complete in actual fact in those verses if you look at them closely it says really this is what he's saying he never takes his eye off us he's guarding us around the clock 24 7 and this is the bit I love he never takes time off. He doesn't sleep, doze off, or take a nap. This is Linda translation. He's the one who watches over us. And in verses five and six, we see that the Lord has not only redeemed us, only to desert us and leave us to just struggle in life with all the dangers going on. It says this, "'The Lord watches over you. "'The Lord is your shade at your right hand.'" The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. So what the psalmist is saying here is, he continually watches over you, all day, all night, all year. He's always at our side. He's that shade at our right hand. His presence is always with us. So the Lord is keeping guard against calamities that come in the daytime and calamities that come in the nighttime. And then it ends with this comfort and assurance. This is how the Psalm ends. The Lord keeps us from all harm and watches over our life. And I'm just gonna add something to that translation. The Lord watches over all stages of our lives. Pregnancy, infancy, the toddler years, childhood, puberty, adolescence, middle age the senior years our entire life so whatever category you fit in in that he's watching over it so what can we make of all this well if you really analyze that Psalm it's saying that the Lord watches over us no matter where we go whatever direction we are traveling in the Lord is with us if we take a detour he is with us. If we take a wrong turn, he is with us. If we go backwards, he is with us. We belong to Jesus and he takes care of us. He takes care of us now and he takes care of us for all eternity. And that was an amen I heard, so I'm going to say amen, amen. to that. Yeah. Psalm 121 is a song of confidence, enabling us no matter how bad and bleak things look, this psalm enables us to move in the right direction, looking, keeping our eyes fixed, on the source of our ultimate help. We see in the psalm that Jesus is our creator, our redeemer, our companion, and our protector. But can we be real with one another for a minute? I don't need a show of hands, I don't need a nod, I don't need a wink, I don't need any of those things. But has your foot ever slipped? Have you ever experienced harm in life in all of its various forms? The journey, our journey of life is not easy and Christians amongst us here in this room, which is probably all of us, the Christian life is not easy. So thinking about that situation that you held in verse one, and maybe thinking about what I've said, I just want you to think about that situation now. I'm sure we all agree, we live in a fallen world. And I believe that's why the Psalm opens with the words, where does my help come from? We will always need the Lord's help as we live in a fallen world. We will always need his help. So I've got a question that I've asked myself this week and I put this question out to all of us today. Are we going to turn to the creator of heaven and earth or are we going to turn to created things for our help and our security? As I close, I just want to say again, Psalm 121 is an encouragement for each and every one of us. And I pray that it would really fill us with confidence of what it looks like to walk with a God for our whole lives. Now, one of my books that I like, I haven't read it for a while, but it's probably a book that many of you have read in here, John Bunyan's book, The Pilgrim's Progress which is an allegory, as you probably know, of someone's spiritual journey. That man is called Christian, and we see this character in the book moving on a journey from the city of destruction to the celestial city. Similar to Christian, we are all on a journey, one which we are traveling on daily. And if you are a believer here this morning you've been rescued by Jesus. If you're not a believer here this morning, please don't leave here unless you've spoken to the vicar or somebody else. As Christians, we are traveling on a journey from redemption, walking with Jesus, towards the new heaven, the new earth, and that holy city of Jerusalem. We're pilgrims, that's who we are. And I don't know if any of you have ever read that children's book. Are we there yet? Well, the answer is no. We're not there yet. So we still face daily the perils and the dangers of living in a fallen world. But we're not on the pilgrimage alone, because Jesus is with us. And just one thing I if you remember nothing else: Jesus is not a travel guide. He's a permanent companion. He is the one that watches us, guards us, and keeps us. And the more you journey with Jesus, the more you experience his loving kindness, his faithfulness, and his divine purposes working out in your life. So as I just end, I want to end with this. Psalm 121 leaves every single one of us with a choice. And I believe this is what the Lord is asking us today and every day. Will you trust me? Will you trust me with your trials, tribulations, pain and suffering? Will you trust me with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding? Will you acknowledge me in all your ways? And this is what the lord is saying for when we do he will direct our paths amen amen <laughs> heavenly father we come to you this morning with thanksgiving in our hearts and we acknowledge that you are the one that we can run to in times of trouble you our You're our helper. You're the one who watches over every single aspect of our lives. And we ask and pray that you would help us to trust you with our whole heart, with a confident assurance that you are our constant companion who watches, guards, and keeps us on life's pilgrimage. And may we, brothers and sisters, be assured of this, from God's love, that is revealed in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And it's in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen.